Okay, good morning everyone. Let's go ahead and begin. I hope you had a good breakfast. Your bellies are now full. You've gotten your physical food. Now it's time for our spiritual food. Let's ask Brother Luda here to open us in prayer. Amen. Baba wetu wa binguni, tunakushukuru tena kwa kutupa nafasi hii ya siku ya leo. Umetupa uzima, umetupa neema ya kutosha, ya kutuwezesha mfalme hata kukaa tukiitwa wanao. Watoto hawa ni wachanga, tumishi wako chefu anaponena nao, wacha neno lako lipate nafasi katika mioyo yetu kwa utukufu wa jina lako. Ni katika jina la Yesu tumeomba. Amen. We're going to sing our praises to the Savior of the world this morning. Uh, the song is before you. The Lord will provide. One, two, three, begin.
excellent job. We're going to continue our catechism with questions 76 through 80 this week. Tunaendelea na katekisimu yetu kuanzia nambari ya 76 hadi 80. Raise your hand if you earned a sweet last Friday for knowing all five catechism questions. Inua mkono kama uliweza kujibu maswali yote ya katekisimu wiki lilopita. Inua mkono kama ulipata sweet. Okay, many of you maybe half so let's work hard this week and try and get everyone uh, to know the answers to all five of these questions. So pay close attention as we read the question, then all of you will give the answer. Okay, we'll just do for today question 76. What kind of death did Christ die? Christ experienced the painful and shameful death of the cross. What kind of death did Christ die? Christ experienced the painful and shameful Death of the cross. Yes, now Kiswahili. J. Christo Alikufa Kifo Cha Aina Gani. Christo Alipata Kifo Okay, very good. Christ did indeed experience a painful and shameful death on the cross to make reconciliation with God possible for all of us sinners. Hakika Kristo alipitia kifo cha aibu na cha uchungu pale msalabani kwa ajili ya upatanisho wetu sisi. But those who receive that atonement are only those who believe upon Christ. Wale ambao wanaingia katika hiyo hali ya kusamehewa ni wale wanaomwamini Kristo. Okay, now for our remaining time we want to continue in Galatians. Kwa hivyo kwa muda wenye umesalia tunaendelea na Wagalatia chapter 1 verses 6 through 10. Sura ya kwanza mustari wa sita hadi kumi. So I'll read, we'll begin by reading the English. We'll have Luda read the Swahili. This is the word of the Lord. I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. 
For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Yeah, hili ndilo neno la Bwana. Nastaajabu kwa kuwa unamwacha upesi hivi yeye aliyewaita katika neema ya Kristo na na kugeukia injili ya namna nyingine wala si nyingine lakini wapo watu hawataabishao na kutaka kuigeuza injili ya Kristo lakini ijapokuwa sisi au malaika wa mbinguni watawahubiri injili watahubiri ninyi injili yeyote isipokuwa hiyo tuliyowahubiri na alaaniwe kama tulivyotangulia kusema na sasa nasema tena mtu awaye yote akiwahubiri injili akiwahubiri ninyi injili yeyote isipokuwa hiyo mlioipokea na alaaniwe maana sasa je ni wanadamu ni waonyesha ni wanadamu ninao washawishi au ni Mungu au nataka kuwapendeza wanadamu kama ningekuwa hata sasa kama ningekuwa hata sasa na wapendeza wanadamu singekuwa mtumwa wa Kristo Thank you Luda that is the word of the Lord And the main point of the passage that we just read na lengo kuu la hilo And if you can learn one thing this morning as we read God's word. It should be this. Don't change the message of God. Do not change the message of God. Well why not we have to ask. Well the the text clearly tells us that when we change or we corrupt or distort God's message. Maandiko inasema tu vizuri kwamba tunapobadilisha ama kugeuza ujumbe wa Mungu then we are messing with God. Hapo tutakuwa tunamkosea Mungu. We have to remember we are but creatures. God is our creator. He has created us. God is the king of the universe and our power compared to God is so little. We have to remember that. Na Mungu ndiye aliyeumba dunia yote na anaitawala na ana nguvu sana kwa hivyo nguvu ambazo ni zetu ni kidogo sana. God is the king of all things. God is the one who decides what is right, what is wrong, what is truth, what is a lie. Mungu ni mfalme wa wafalme. Yeye ndiye anayeamua kilicho sawa na kisichokuwa cha sawa. And when we change his message We are fighting God. Na tunapobadilisha ujumbe wake, hapo tutakuwa tunampiga vita. And when we fight God, we face eternal destruction. Na tunapoanza kupiga vita Mungu, tutakuwa tunatafuta uharibifu wa umilele. 
So the point I want us to look at this morning is from verses 6 and 7. We've already said that we should not change uh, the message of God. And one thing we need to understand about the message of God is that the message never changes. We started off in verse 6 uh, hearing from Paul that he is amazed. That is, he is surprised. He is shocked. He could not believe what he was hearing about the churches in Galatia. These were people who had trusted Christ. They had heard the true gospel preached by the Apostle Paul. And they had trusted Christ. And yet their focus had changed. And what happened when their focus changed? It says they quickly were deserting him who called them. Jesus Christ had called them by his grace. Through the Apostle Paul, the gospel of Jesus Christ had rightly been preached. And the Holy Spirit of God had called them according to that word. And yet their focus had changed. The message had changed. They were adding to that message of God's gospel. And now they were quickly deserting Christ who had called them. What the Bible teaches us about the grace of Christ. It is the merciful kindness by which God himself exerts his holy influence upon souls. And God turns them to Christ. We do not turn to Christ because we are so smart. We do not turn to Christ because we understand for ourselves that it is the right thing to do. No, the Bible clearly teaches us that we turn to Christ 
because God does a work in us. Biblia inatufunza vyema kwamba huwa tunamkeudia Kristo kwa sababu Mungu ametenda kazi ndani mwetu. And it is God himself who turns us to Christ. Na ni Mungu mwenyewe ambaye hutubadilisha sisi tukamuendea Kristo. That is why when the gospel is preached you have some who agree yes this is the truth of god i believe it na ndio sababu wakati injili inahubiriwa kuna wale ambao wanakubaliana na injili wanasema ndio huu ni ukweli wa mungu na uamini and yet in the same crowd you will have people say oh my goodness this is nonsense i don't believe any of it lakini tena katika kusanyiko hilo utapata wengine wanasema hiyo ni upumbavu gani vitu gani hizi wananiambia It is not because some are smart and some are dumb. Sio kwa sababu wengine ni werefu na wengine si werefu. In fact there are some very well educated people who have heard the gospel over and over and yet they do not believe. Kwa sababu kuna watu ambao ni werefu sana hii dunia ambao wamesikia injili mara nyingi lakini hawajai amini. That is because every one of us are born blind to God's gospel truth. Hiyo ni kwa sababu kila mmoja wetu huzaliwa akiwa kipofu kulingana na kweli ya Mungu and it takes a work of God to take we a simple blind person and he gives us sight so that now we can see God's gospel truth na ni kazi ya Mungu yeye mwenyewe kutuchukua sisi watu vipofu na kutufungua macho yetu tuweze kuona kweli yake and that is according to the merciful kindness of Jesus Christ na hiyo inatokana na huruma ambao ni wa ugarimu sana wake Kristo Yesu he could have left all of us blind angetuacha tu sisi wote tukawa vipofu the fallen angels he has left all of them the way they are they have no hope of reconciliation with God. Maana wale malaika walioanguka aliwaacha wakabaki hivyo katika upofu wao maana hawatawahi pata nafasi ya kurudi tena kwa baba. But for us human beings. Lakini kwetu sisi wanadamu born blind. Tumezaliwa vipofu to God's gospel truths. Tukiwa vipofu kwa ukweli wake Mungu. Born sinners, enemies of God. Tukizaliwa tukiwa wetena dhambi maadui wake Mungu. He's merciful to us and he influences our souls to believe. Yeye ni wahuruma kwetu naye kuchochea mioyo zetu kuweza kuamini. Not only that he increases those who believe in Christian faith and knowledge and love of God. Naye huwa anaongeza wale wanaoamini ile maarifa ya kuweza kuendelea kumjua yeye. But we read here What was going on in Galatia was uh, uh, many were coming in and distorting the gospel message. Na hapa katika kitabu cha Wagalatia tumesoma ya kwamba wengi walikuwa wamekuja na wanageuza ukweli wa ujumbe. At the end of verse 6 Paul says there is a different gospel. Na mwisho wa mstari wa sita, Paulo anasema kwamba kuna injili ambayo ni tofauti. Remember that word gospel means good news. Kumbuka kwamba injili inamaanisha ujumbe mpya. But the only gospel which is good news is the true gospel. Na injili ambayo ni habari njema ni injili ambayo ni ya ukweli. That is the gospel according to God. Hiyo ndio injili kulingana na Mungu. Not the distorted gospel which is being 
which was being preached and even distorted gospels are being preached today. Sio injili ambayo imegeuzwa ambayo ilikuwa inahubiriwa kule Galatia na ile ambayo pia inahubiria inahubiriwa hii leo. That is not good news. Hiyo sio habari njema. To believe a gospel which is not God's gospel is not good news at all. Kuamini injili ambayo sio injili ya Mungu hiyo sio habari njema. And it can only serve to get us off of our focus, that focus that we should have on Jesus Christ and his gospel. Na hiyo injili inatusaidia tu kututoa kwa Kristo, kwa Kristo ambaye yafaa tuwe na mtazamo. I recently came back from a visit to America. Juzi nimetoka kutembelea kule America. In traveling from America, I spent about 20 hours on airplanes. Nikitembea kutoka America kurudi huku, nilitumia zaidi ya masaa 20. And I know I don't think any of you here except maybe uh, Mwalimu Emmanuel have been on an airplane. Na nafikiri uh, sidhani mmoja wenu hapa ambaye amewahi kuwa kwa ndeke ila tu Mwalimu Emmanuel. But what you need to understand about an airplane is when you're up very high in the air. The pilot has a destination that he is flying to. But for almost the entire flight the plane is off course. Lakini wote ambao wako ndani ya hiyo ndege hawajui chochote. There are different things happening to that airplane constantly moving the airplane off of its course. Kuna vitu ambavyo vinatendeka kwa hiyo ndege ambavyo vinaweza kuisuilia ama viletee taabu. So for instance I was flying from France to Nairobi. Kwa hivyo nikawa natoka Ufaransa ninakuja hapa Nairobi. And it is about an 8 hour flight. Na sasa kutoka Ufaransa mpaka Nairobi ni masaa 8. And during those 8 hours the pilot has a destination that is Jomo Kenyatta International Airport in Nairobi. Na kwa wakati huo sasa yule ambaye anaiendesha ndege ana hatima hatima yake ni Jomo Kenyatta Airport. But when you're up so high the wind is constantly blowing very strong winds. Na mnapokuwa huko juu pia mawimbi yako juu upepo ni mzito moving the plane off course ikijaribu kuitingiza ndege kando the current of the air changes sasa unapata kwamba hali ya anga inabadilika moving the airplane off of its course kuielekeza ndege kulingana na vile anavyostahili iende and so during the flight either the uh, pilot or the computer is constantly making adjustments in order to get the plane back on its correct course so that we land at Jomo Kenyatta International Airport. Sasa yule ambaye anaendesha anajaribu sana kupambana na ndege na kwa kompyuta kuhakikisha kwamba inaingia kwa laini ambayo itaweza kufika Nairobi. Because every time the plane's getting off course, the pilot knows and the computer knows we have a destination. There's only one runway in which we are to land na yule ambaye anaendesha na ile computer wanajua kwamba kuna tu mahali ambapo mtakana tulenge na ni lazima waende ijapo kuna vitu ambavyo vinawazuia wakitaka waende kando now whenever you get off course you get your focus off of the true gospel message of Jesus Christ na ndio sababu wakati unapotoka kwa njia laini 
Unatoa mtazamo wako kwa mahali ambapo unafaa uende ambaye ni Kristo Yesu. You endanger yourself. Unahatarisha maisha yako mwenyewe. The message of the gospel is perfect. Injili ama ujumbe wa injili ni kamilifu. It does not need to be added to. Haistahili kuongezewa chochote. It does not need to be changed. Haistahili kubadilishwa. It is your final destination. Ndiyo, you, you keep your eyes on that true gospel message of Jesus Christ and when everything else is trying to knock you off course that is the goal dio hatima yako ambayo wewe unailenga kila mara na chochote kinachokuja hapo katikati unajaribu kuzuia ili ufike hatima yako because it is true god has existed from all eternity past kwa sababu ni kweli na mungu ameishi and God is perfectly just and God is perfectly righteous. And God created. God created all things which are created. That includes each of you. And yet each of you were born in iniquity just like the prophet Isaiah. The Bible says all have sinned. We all fall short of God's glory. Now to sin against God is to be an enemy of God and to deserve eternal punishment from God. Na kutenda dhambi kwa Mungu ni kuweza kufanya uadui na Mungu na kustahili adhabu ya mauti kutoka kwa Mungu. But God did not leave us that way. Lakini Mungu hakutuacha hivyo. He has provided for us a hope, a way to be reconciled to him. Our relationship with God was broken, but it can be restored. Ametupa tumaini, ametupa njia ya kuweza kumufikia kuregeshwa kwake ili tumaini letu likaweze kuregeshwa for god the son the second person of the trinity of god took on flesh maana mungu mwana wa pili katika uungu akachukua mwili and in that flesh he obeyed god's law perfectly not like us we sin Jesus obeyed the law perfectly. Na katika mwili akaweza kumtii Mungu kikamilifu sio kama sisi ambao tumeshindwa kumtii Mungu. And because of that he was a suitable substitute for us as he willingly uh, allowed himself to be sacrificed on the cross. Kwa sababu hiyo ikawa sasa yeye ndiye ambaye anastahili mno kuwa badala yetu kwa ajili ye anapojitoa mwenyewe kwenda kufa msalabani kwa ajili ya dhambi zetu so that the wrath of god that is due for all of our sin was appeased in christ ili ghadhabu ya mungu ambayo ilistahili sisi ikawa imepoeshwa ndani ya yesu and christ was crushed for our iniquities. Na sasa Kristo akabondwa kwa sababu ya maovu yetu. And three days later he resurrected. Na baada ya siku tatu akafufuka. And about 40 days later he returned to glory in heaven where he seated at the right hand of God the Father. 
Na baada ya siku 40 akarudi kwa baba yake ambako amekaa na anaishi na baba siku zote. And it is by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone that we are restored to communion with God. Na ni kwa imani pekee na ndani ya Yesu Kristo pekee kwamba tunaregeshwa na tuwe na ushirika na maasiliano na Mungu wetu because God is just and every sin must be punished. Maana Mungu ni mwenye haki kwa kuweza kuadhibu kila dhambi. So each of your sins, every one of you is a sinner. We've already established that. We all sin. Hilo tayari tumeshaliwekea msingi kwamba kila mmoja wetu ni mtenda dhambi, zote tunatenda dhambi. Every one of your sins will be punished. Na kila mmoja wetu na dhambi zetu lazima ziadhibiwe. Either they were punished on the cross of Jesus Christ. Christ took your punishment. Either ziadhibiwe ndani ya Yesu Kristo pale msalabani aliyechukua hiyo mahali pako and that is true of everyone who believes na hiyo ni kweli kwa kila mmoja ambaye anaamini for everyone else lakini kwa mtu mwingine they will be punished for all eternity in what the bible describes as hell dhambi zetu zinaadhibiwa kule katika eh, So ask yourself, do I understand the message? Do I believe the message? Have I submitted to the message? That is the message. That is the message of God's gospel. We cannot change it. The message never changes. Let's all stand. Our heavenly Father, how we give thanks to you this morning for your grace. We thank you for your son Jesus who willingly went to the cross as a substitute for all those who believe, all those who are your children. And so how we pray, Lord, this morning that you might open the eyes, open the he- the ears to hear for all those that are present with us this morning God. And Lord how we realize we understand there's so many things that try to knock us off course and how we pray that by your grace and by the ministry of your holy spirit you will keep us focused on the truth of your gospel that we never add anything to it that we never change the message but only that we humbly submit to your truth. God, we thank you. We thank you for the school. We thank you for the students and the teachers. How we pray that you be with us throughout our day, Lord. Help us to live lives that bring glory to your name. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings
great day. I love all of you. Ajabu sana. Mwe na siku njema na wapenda nyinyi nyote.